All right, welcome back to the Bible study, bros. Thank you. Um, we are here. We got some special guests today. Um, we got Daniel and Manny in the building. Um, yeah, we're going to get started with this. We're reading uh, Matthew 8 out of the NIV translation. And uh, yeah, you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're ready to introduce. Oh yeah, should we? You guys uh, probably recognize my voice. Uh, it's Abdul again. Yeah, it's your boy Felix. Hi there, I'm Manny, aka Cascade Sense on YouTube. Hey, my name is Daniel, and my name is Joshua. And Daniel's gonna lead us with a prayer. Yeah, before we begin. All right, um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for. A beautiful Wednesday that you've given us. Thank you for everyone in this room. Thank you for allowing us to get together freely, to get to know you better, get to get deeper in your word. Lord, I pray for our hearts and our minds to be opened, to be ready to receive what we need to learn today, Lord. We're here for a reason, and that's just for you, and to get to know you much more deeper and better. Lord, I pray for every person in this room, their families. Lord, I pray that you keep on uh, giving us our daily bread and thank you for our life that you've given us in this beautiful country. And I just pray that, again, you give us wisdom and knowledge that we've never acquired before. And uh, just thank you for this time of fellowship. Thank you for allowing us to be together here and uh, everyone here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Who wants to start reading? Me. Start with Felix. All right. Jesus heals a man with leprosy. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testament to them. Whoa. That's deep. Yeah. The faith of the centurion. Wait, wait. We're going to talk about this. Oh, okay. Cool. I like verse 4. See that you don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. But go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. What is that? The the gift of Moses? The gift Moses commanded? The law. That's the uh, commandments, right? Offer the gift Moses commanded. As a testimony to that. Just be real. Mm. There's got to be a deeper meaning <clears throat> towards that. But at this point, I wish you can like rap genius this, you know? You can, yeah. bro. You can, bro. Just Google it. No, I mean, that's true, but like just uh, press on it. Yeah. yeah. There is other apps instead of the version app, which we're all using today. Uh, what's it called? Blue... Blue Letter Bible. Blue Letter Bible. And you could search a keyword 
and it'll show you that word that gets repeated in every verse in the Bible. Mm. So yeah. like, you can command F and you can like yeah. uh, it'll show you like the Greek and Hebrew translations of each word, mm-hmm. so you can get a better understanding of how it was you what the root there is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like verse four though, the part where he says, "See that you don't tell anyone of this miracle." Yeah. Much, that you just keep quiet, but as a testimony, instead, um, bring the gift of right. The Ten so I think he's trying to not focus on the action, like on the on the miracle, mm-hmm. but on the word. Mm-hmm. Humble, humble yourself. Kind of move mm-hmm. in silence. I like how simple it is, man. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Jesus reached out in his hand. Are you willing? Yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. You're good. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. I think we should uh, backtrack a little bit for like Manny. Uh, this is chapter 8, and we started at chapter 1. So it kind of follows like a story. Yes. Um, but, I mean, with this, if you're going to look at it, like uh, the classic parable that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can kind of read them like a serial, like um, start and end, start and end. Yeah. So whether it's Jesus feeds the 5,000 or, uh, you know, anything with like Lazarus or uh-huh. leprosy, um, there's obviously root there. And yeah. uh, for something like this, um, as someone who is a non-believer but is very familiar with the story, yeah. is uh, it's more like an allegory uh, to what knowledge or truth actually is. So the truth here for me is that he is more saying that kind of like uh, this, like, yes, actions speak louder than words. And yes, he is healed. But why is he healed? He's healed because of what he has accepted. And mm. that is um, the the higher power that is Jesus Christ. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, this could be. Compared to anything else, regardless of if you are a believer or not. Um, so, for example, if you uh, if we're going to take science into account, you know, and uh, yes, you want to say that you are going to be healed of something. Mm-hmm. It's just what you have to do what it takes, you know. In this faith scenario, you do what it takes if faith is what requires you to be healed, then mm-hmm. you have to accept that. Mm-hmm. If something is what requires you to get over the top, like like uh, you have to you have to study to to pass a test, you just have to bite the bullet. And uh, if you have to survive cancer, <laughs> you need chemo, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this case, like Christ is what it takes, yep. mm-hmm. and um, that's an allegory to other life situations and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more often than not, this you have to do what it takes. So yeah. I think I appreciate that. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, li- I like how I like how uh, the guy how he uh, you know honors you know that Jesus is not you're just your regular average Joe, mm-hmm. right? Like he he came and knelt before him, right? So that's showing him mm-hmm. honor, right? And then he calls him Lord, mm-hmm. right? And then. He's like, if you're willing, right? Me and you always pray about that. This isn't my, you know what I'm saying? How good I am is God's will in my life to happen, right? Doesn't matter if I'm good or bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whether or not you are uh, 
uh, believe it or not, uh, in regards to any situation, uh, you're not bigger than the universe. Um, so yet yeah, you're pretty small and you kind of have to approach, um, you know, something or someone of knowledge as uh, greater than what you or what you have going on is. Um, you open up to that. And if you do that, like that's more often than not, like all you need to do. And uh, I think that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just bringing yourself to like a realization that you can't have control of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you have to give yourself up. Mm-hmm. Control what you can control, but mm-hmm. in this case, For this sure. requires uh, extraordinary humility to say that um, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got me, and I need you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just really cool, like, um, where Jesus is right now, like, in the story, because uh, at the beginning, Matthew talks about, like, how he was born, the genealogy of him, and it kind of, this is, like, him right after the the parable on the mount. Oh, right? yeah. I was going to ask, isn't this after? This is right after he's the He's coming whole, down, right? Yeah, this is right after the Sermon on the Mount. So yes. this is, like, the beginning of his ministry, and this is where he's starting to get more popular. That was his first... That was his first. That was his break shot. Yeah, that was his break. Yeah, his breakthrough for sure. So people are just finding out about him, and he's getting a lot of people's attention. So it all plays uh, plays a part as to like the whole story because it kind of builds up into like you know some of the final moments. On on a side note, you guys know on the History Channel right now, there's a five week series on Jesus Christ. It's every Monday at 8 o'clock. I just saw the first one on Monday. Mm-hmm. Two hours long. Amazing. They're grabbing like mm-hmm. all different types of leaders from different types of uh, denominations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Joel Olsen's in it. There's like a bunch of like different uh, preachers, teachers, professors. And right now, they like John the Baptist had just got cut. And this oh. is when Jesus starts, you know. So it's just this. Yeah, yeah. Same time. Yeah. Just um, so you know. I mean, they do good work over there, so yeah, mm. that's pretty cool. Let's keep reading here. Yep. Oh, you want to do it or pass the baton? Anyone can go for it. Read, Manny. Yeah, totally. Just tie this real fast. Okay, so the faith of the centurion. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, asking for help. Lord, he said. My servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes. And that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go! Let it be done just as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. Hmm. 
to absorbing that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Little paragraph he said. So, what is what is faith to you guys? Believing in something that you can't physically see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's believing in something tangibly. Uh, I think a lot of faith and or truths is um, intangible. Um, so I guess you, if, I mean faith. It could be it could be tangible, intangible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know something like this. Uh, he doesn't know how the Lord will heal him. Mm-hmm. He just knows he will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really doesn't matter how. It's mm-hmm. to him at least it doesn't because he just wants his servant healed. Um, mm-hmm. But there's an altruistic uh, reason to why he wants him healed, just because that's your fellow man. And you want the best for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, surely Jesus can empathize with that and is greater than any of them to begin with. So from what I see here, uh, like he's a centurion. He's uh, following orders from Roman Empire. And mm-hmm. his servants or his, uh, his soldiers are also following him. I don't know. Like, does he have a choice uh, to do some of the atrocities they they do? Or, but the thing is, Jesus uttered to him that, like, your faith is greater than anyone else's. Okay. So, as a result, there should be empathy for this. Um, I think this is higher truth for a lot of people going through what they do, doing what it takes. Sometimes it's not something that is honorable or faithful. But if you believe in your heart that you mm-hmm. are true mm-hmm. then it's okay I mean don't go around murdering people no but that's what it comes down to though we've learned that throughout faith right like, yeah I mean like for example like um, like look at this house uh, how many people have loved ones here that work at the casino for example mm-hmm. that's not an audible place to, to be at or to do mm-hmm. <laughs> do yeah. things but you're there because that's what it takes but if you remember what you are you're, you're hitting you're hitting the spot because the yeah. centurion bro he's a Roman yeah, he's yeah. against you. He's yeah. he's a gentile, yeah. dude. Like yeah. he's a he's like not part of the team. Yeah, he's against you, right? But he knows. But he knows. Yeah, yeah. And What's he comes it? to you know what I'm saying. Realizes, oh, yeah. And he says, bro, you gotta help my servant. He's not doing well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he shows like, like he has a good heart too. Correct. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Regardless of what he has to do, yeah. And he and, knows the truth. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because mm-hmm. we're all in life situations where. Uh, we do things that we don't have to do. Mm-hmm. As a creator on YouTube myself, I have to compromise when I have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to know where you, where your heart lies mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so. no one can t- no one can no one can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not everyone. That's what will. I've learned. That's yeah. what I've learned. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's good if you let people see that as much as sure. possible. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he has a choice, right. and that's mm. that's a. That's a hard ask. That's a tough place to be. Um, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, back in the day when, like, say, if you didn't believe in, for example, the Vietnam War, and you were a soldier and you were there, mm-hmm. you're just following orders, but you know it's not right, right, right. right. <laughs> to, to want to do, which is ultimately why you guys stopped. Uh, like, what do you do? Do you like rebel? No, you do your duty because um, duty calls, but. At least the Lord knows where you lie. Mm-hmm. Or you know where you lie. Regardless if it's the Lord or something that you actually believe in. That's what this is it allegorical sh- to. It almost shows how like forgiving 
Jesus. Oh, he knows. Yeah, 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 he knows. He knows. He knows you're not into what's scummy about your 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 work or your your, your yeah. duty, your office. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's imperative because ultimately that's why you live because of uh, what you feel and believe. Humans are emotional and like vivacious creatures, right? And uh, I don't think anyone truly lives for just their work alone you know mm-hmm. you have to there's a, there has, has to be a reason for what you're doing mm-hmm. whether it's because you have to or because you know maybe you do love it but mm-hmm. jesus knows mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. just uh just picture this like i mean it's a huge compliment to be received to receive by someone over jesus uh, people all around him probably calling him Lord, Lord, and for Jesus to say that this guy has the most faith, most, most faith out of, like, everyone. And he's a Gentile. Yeah. Even while mm-hmm. everyone else has faith as well. Yeah. And, he, and he's a Gentile, and he's a Roman. Yeah. yeah. Um, to, so, do you think there's, a like, a relation between someone with, like, more faith than others and, like, uh, status structure. I think right? so. I think so. I think because so. Because of the status that he has. Yeah, because he's an honorable person in uh-huh. the society. He's a, he's a centurion, right? So he's the owner of a hundred mm-hmm. people. Yeah, he's so he's like hard, a lieutenant. It's hard for people that are on top to humble themselves. Hundred percent. So that's why he kind of was given that uh, compliment. As yeah, someone. it's funny because some people are Good bestowed point. with uh, duty and, and power, and will soon forget why they got it in the first place. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's my level of like faith in like me or altruism. Mm-hmm. I like the more power I receive, like say if it's like on my channel or duties at work, mm-hmm. the more respect I have for it. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, I think with power comes uh, like it true. It like kind of like money because like yes. you know how some people say money doesn't change you; it just amplifies who you actually are. Yeah. I, I feel that way. Like, yeah. I truly believe that. Yeah. And for him to not be tempted by oh, any yeah. of this, yeah. this stuff uh, just goes to show that he's a true person. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, he probably has compatriots who, are, who are, are absolute, you know, rakes, who are awful or rubbish, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's out here saying, hey, uh, my dude's hurt. I know you guys are right, but I'm a centurion. Mm-hmm. But will you please help me? Mm-hmm. And to have that level of uh, yeah. humility and humility. Uh, just saying, "Hey, like I'm, I am your enemy, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just have to be." Like that's huge. Yeah, that that that's that, that's 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 yeah. that's super love. It's very right? relatable to like the world that we live in today. Yeah. You know, people that strive for money and power. Yeah, you know, like you said, like they they might forget. Um, yeah. They are. And I will strive for that, for that too. I think you will. Anyone yeah. in a professional setting mm-hmm. will. Uh, but, oh gosh, if you forget where you come from, like I, like I always tell myself, and sometimes I feel like quitting, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you have to remind yourself why you started. And usually it's because yeah. of, you know, a, a really, like, true, like, expressive reason. Mm-hmm. And once you remember that, uh, if moments like this come up, you have no problem just saying, hey... I'm not a bad person. Mm. I'm sure that when he joined as 
uh, as a troop, they thought he he thought he'd be fighting for the good side or doing good mm-hmm. things in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people we know in like armed forces mm-hmm. and stuff, um, they might be peacekeeping, doing things that you think are are good, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you realize sometimes that's not always the case, but then you realize why you were why they joined joined in the first place to make yeah. a positive impact or a difference. And mm-hmm. I think he knows he can do that because he can do this. Very bold statement for Jesus too, and you know, for the start of his ministry and giving praise to a centurion yeah. while there's other people watching. Um, yeah. You can kind of sense that like other people around him might be like feeling jealous or like feeling like feeling like some kind of hatred towards Jesus for praising someone. That, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. so it's gonna follow into the story, and you know, it's you start to see funny that. because that's part of the. Um, that's part of the schism. Like, you always do the heroic Gryffindor-like thing where you, like, say, like, your heart on your sleeve and you do what's right mm-hmm. and everyone knows it. But is is that honor, is that enough in life? And, like, in this point of view, it is. But, mm-hmm. like, nowadays, like, there's honor in sometimes keeping your mouth shut and just moving forward and not having to tell it on a mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's where I feel this is uh, tough for people of faith moving forward mm-hmm. because ultimately you want to share it. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes people have to find out for themselves, seemingly, like mm-hmm. in this day and age. And sometimes there's honor in that too. But to see it like this mm-hmm. is uh, different. I still think it's told with humility. Mm-hmm. Um and that's why I think it's cool. It's really yeah. cool. And to piggyback off of you, yeah. your comment, um, how he's preaching, you know, he lays it out real quick. Yeah. He's like, people will, on verse 11, many will come from the east and west and will take their place at the feast, mm-hmm. right, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. And then he goes, but if you're against that, you're going to be thrown outside. And he gives a little snip, you know, darkness and weeping and and uh, gashing of, of gnashing teeth, of teeth, gnashing yeah. of teeth. Like that's that's well, that's where you're gonna go. You know what I'm saying? His way or the highway, essentially. And uh, it's funny because like Jesus will outline it in a super blunt way, like Straight that, up. Yeah. Um, like like Holy Ghost power and all this other stuff. You mm-hmm. know, coming down on uh, people who aren't that. But I still think that despite his lack of being able to display his his faith on his sleeve, he knows that he's not he's yes. not he's not crass, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or, or or um he wants to do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh that's pretty cool. Uh because you mentioned of course, Josh, the uh, the non-Gentiles, pe- people who are actually born this. If you mm-hmm. guys are unfamiliar with Judaism, you have to be born into it for the most part, whether mm-hmm. it's Hasidic or Orthodox now. you know. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, it's really cool how uh, back then, and I guess so now to a certain extent, I don't want to put disrespect on anyone, there's people who become elitist of where they come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Like, Jesus kind of said that anyone's welcome at the kingdom yeah. of heaven yeah. if, if you are true to this, mm-hmm. not yeah. just the chosen people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, people who are of chosen, 
might not have the faith, but they're, they have faith in the fact that they are of status mm-hmm. versus having actual faith. Mm-hmm. And that's why... Like they deserve it. Yeah, it's, it, it's uh, what's it called? Um, entitlement. Entitlement. Entitlement, yes. And this is showing that you shouldn't be that because mm-hmm. th- lo and behold, this guy who is not of them, who should be equally entitled because of his power, mm-hmm. isn't. But I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Yeah, man. Oh, That's exactly like, what? what do you mean? I'm not even <laughs> Israel. I was born in Israel. I, I'm a Jew. Like, you know, that's what... Yeah. And, I, and it's funny. I say that. I don't want to put disrespect on anyone's name. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Mainly because I have a few Jewish friends and I love them all. Um, yeah. But you see that. You see that. Like in media and stuff. Like, like how certain people of that faith are portrayed. Mm-hmm. Or... Are like I don't know, mm-hmm. but and for the Jews to call Jesus Lord and for Jesus to say that you know, it's uh, yeah, people are probably just... wrestling with their hearts right now. Yeah, because know. of course he isn't their bona fide savior, mm-hmm. right? You to know? some, to some, yeah, it depends. Yeah. yeah, so like that's why they're still going. You know, that's yeah. why they're still waiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so shout out to them. And it's so simple, still. You know what I'm saying? He's just like in verse 13. Mm-hmm. Go, let it be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, yeah, go, yeah. yeah. Go to the world. That's it. And then, no. you, and then we don't know. You know, what I'm saying what the life came about the centurion after this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, and to be so honest, sweet, like, uh, I mean, you do know. I think because I be- guess in a way, yeah. yeah. Because because like if he if he's dead and he, uh, Jesus knew his heart, then like he's you probably, know what I mean. Though, you know probably what I mean? up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? So just, like it it's almost like it doesn't matter that. They tell you or not, but yeah. you should. But you already know. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. it's beauty. It's yeah. the beauty in, in the word. Yeah. Keep going. We got like four more minutes. Um, maybe one more. Uh, yeah, this was a short one. Okay. So Dan, you want to read that? Yeah. Uh, Jesus heals many. When Jesus came into Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand, and f- and and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with the word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. Whenever it says, like, this was to fill what was spoken through the prophet, it just, like, scares me. <laughs> because the fact that the Some prophets were like hundreds of years ago before like all these acts were happening thousands some thousands of years yeah, ago yeah mm-hmm. it Couple just thousand. like gives me chills every time it's so I neat read wow mm-hmm. and like these uh these prophecies are not like hidden from us like they're in the old testament yeah. mm-hmm. you know the the bible is a collection of many books like written like in a span of like thousands of years, you know, by different authors and different people. We actually looked up what the Bible meant. Like, what is the word books. Bible? It's books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the books. Book of books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book of books. Again, and there's so many uh, that Jesus has fulfilled, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there's like, I'm not sure if it was 44 or 64 or something like that. He fulfilled all of them. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? To the T. It's just so, like you say, it's 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 an awe, you know. what I'm saying, kind of sense. You're just like, real. yeah. You're just like, wow. Like, this is not by chance. It's not because we're here for giggles and 
You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. This is, like Manny was saying, this is bigger than us. Yeah, it is bigger than you, uh, regardless of um, how you look at it both uh, contextually and or physically at the same time. That's right. Now, I'll see this and look at it contextually because of the, the truth that I believe in how it's applicable to anyone, regardless if you're a believer or not. Because, uh, like, at the end of the day, this is just telling you to have to be a good person, mm. you know? Yeah. And I think anyone can get anything out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so regardless of if something is truly physically fulfilled is one thing, but if the Bible has taught you anything, it's that the physical does not matter. Yeah. Really yeah. does not wow. matter. That's huge. Yeah, this is about maybe you physically now, but how you live faithfully contextually now and how you live after if that's um, yeah Uh, to be fair like about living after I don't think that matters too much right now Mm -hmm. because you shouldn't have the uh, the the ulterior motive on having to live after you're you're not here to be a good person just so you can live after you're here to be a good person because you should be here to be that should be enough Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and um so it's kind of news to like the centurion, for example, before that, yeah, you're going to go to heaven, for example, mm-hmm. but that wasn't even on his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was just, he knew that Jesus was going to heal his servant mm-hmm. and or better. And then, um, anyone that he heals like now, like with the demons and stuff yeah. or, um, that's what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, what can you do now? Right. Yeah. What can you do now? What can you do now? It's a good title. Yeah. I like it. I like that one. We're five seconds away from 30 minutes, so I think we should wrap it up. I think that's a good yeah. place to leave off, actually. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, it's definitely cool having your guys' inputs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I apologize for my inputs. No, no, no. <laughs> I really like it. Coming from someone who claims to be a non-believer, and, yeah. the... the mm-hmm. Context that you were able to pull out of what we just read was insane. I think, Amazing. like me being as non-believer is, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I still feel like I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think it's it's huge for me every time I have to do something that sometimes I don't have want to do, or sometimes I I'm not enthused to do, or when I even want to do something that I want to do, like why am I doing this? It's mm-hmm. because of you know, who I think I can touch with this and or uh, because I'm depending on me, people are depending on me. And uh, that's like, uh, like that's kind of value you want to bring into the world, which is, I think, um, comparable to Christians where if you're amazing at something, like I'm in the room here with like beautiful people who contribute to the world in their, uh, their circle in their own way, um, if you're like, uh, if you, if you, if you, if you work as a, like an artist, you honor God by mm-hmm. using the talent he gave you, yeah, right, you yeah. know, wow. and that is imperative, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not saying if you don't use it, you lose it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just think that, um, if, if something means something to you, uh, you don't bottle it up inside, you know? That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. In, in making it impact. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Man. purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So like, 
I'm interested in like knowing your like spiritual story a little bit. Oh yeah, okay. Yikes. I mean, I mean. <laughs> well, we went over time, but yeah. we're going over time. But that just makes the viewers wanna, <laughs> the listeners wanna listen Thanks. for the next second. Because you know a lot, man. It's like, it's yeah. like you've read the Bible. Like. Oh definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. But you haven't read the the Bible? No, really? I definitely have. No, I have. Oh, yeah. you have. You have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the thing is, like part of like why I'm. A non-believer. Yeah, here's that's my first question. Yeah. Why do you say you're a non-believer? What do you not believe in? Well... Hey there, guys. Abdul here from the Bible Study Bros. I know you guys probably want to figure out Manny's story, but in order for you guys to know that, you're going to have to tune in to the next podcast because we can't fit it all in one episode so i hope you guys have a blessed day and enjoy the week take care